the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. It's Friday night. Oh, um, I did a bad job making me some coffee. It's got a lot of grounds in it, so if I <laughs> oh my, so if I sound all raspy, it's because I'm choking up coffee grounds in my throat. Glad to have you guys here with me for hour two. Um, breaking entertainment news tonight: sad story about Anne Hache. Um, evidently, she crashed. Had a couple of crashes today. The second one ending up. Um, where she, her car and the home she crashed into burst into flames and she has been badly injured. So if you are um, an entertainment uh, aficionado or if you're still, I mean, most conservatives aren't really into Hollywood much these days, but if you are, I thought I would share that news. And, you know, prayers for Anne Hayes, right? Um, speaking of Hollywood... And wokeness before the break, I was I was had some laughs at Snickers. Um, who have we not gone crazy with wokeness when you can't even promote a candy bar without getting in trouble with somebody, right? I mean, that's how off the rails we are in this country. Um, and speaking of off the rails, it's it's Disney really because Disney needed to just stay in their lane and make content for kids and continue to be the family company and stop trying to go all woke and particularly stop trying to inject themselves into politics right and trying to control the the politics of Florida remember i mean in spite of even if you haven't been paying attention to their content and how they've been moving it left and all these gay characters and stuff i mean i think a lot of people um really didn't realize how woke disney had become until they tried to stop DeSantis and started chiming in using liberal talking points referring to to legislation down there that uh, protected parental rights in the schools, it began being called Don't Say Gay Bill. And it was never about not saying the word gay in any classroom. It was about not having teachers use the classrooms to indoctrinate kids. And so that it got really heated and got ugly between Disney and DeSantis, right? And um, to the degree to where DeSantis is like, okay, well, if you're going to inject yourself into our politics, maybe maybe we don't need to continue to subsidize you by letting you have your own little fiefdom down there and not having to pay taxes like everybody else in the state of Florida. You don't you don't mess around with DeSantis. okay? you don't mess around with DeSantis. But Disney thought they were going to bully DeSantis and bully however many million voters were in the state of Florida. But guess who Disney doesn't speak up to? Guess who Disney is kowtowing to? Tater skins. Guess what government and what political leaders Disney is bowing to and taking a knee to? Ponder that while I try to get coffee grounds out of my teeth. Well, just considering everything that they stand for, um, I mean, I'm going to go on a limb and say China. No. 
Um, you know that they in recent uh, times, most of their movies have been actually not just in the background, but really pushing the LBGT agenda, right? And in fact, that's one of the reasons why I think Lightyear tanked so bad. When when you look at the summer at the box office, America is like done with having it. It's it, and it's not about anti-gay people. It's just the American people are tired of having being shoved in their face all day, every day. Can we have some aspect of our life, in our media, in our world, where we're not having this shoved down our face? Particularly when it's a movie, or and especially not just a movie, but it was supposed to be content for families, right? But Disney's just been shoving this crap on us. But the American people coughed Lightyear up like a cat coughing up a furball, right? I mean, where can you give Top us gun? It is not right. Can you give us a box office comparison? Maybe you could look during during the show to give us the comparison between Top Gun Maverick box office receipts and Lightyear. And not only I think Lightyear was the movie that not only did it um, have some kind of you know gay content that you know was just really in your face? I think they also had replaced the Tim Allen uh, replaced Tim Allen with somebody else to play that role. Uh, so that's another reason why I think it tanked. But Disney, who thought nothing of calling Ron DeSantis and any parent down there who didn't want kids indoctrinated and didn't want teachers to be talking about sex and sex parts to kids in the classroom. They thought nothing of calling anybody that supported that the worst possible names that you can call a human being, a bigot, a hater. The have way those they, numbers. Oh, you have the numbers? What, what, say Which you? would you like to start with? Let's, let's, let's start with Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick has uh, uh, recently passed the $1.3 mark and is now... One billion three hundred twenty-seven million dollars, and it sits at the number sixteen spot all time worldwide. Wow! Now, and and let's remind everybody that while there is quite the diverse cast, and every one of them is gorgeous, by the way, except that backseater Bob that reminds us of Dave Elhoff. The, the rest of them are, <laughs> are all super good but looking. The cast is great. The cast is fantastic. They're all super good looking, diverse, and of uh, all the different carriers. But the, what is not in your face is they don't. They did not come up with some uh, sex scene between same sex people. There was no. There was none. There. There was no. No in your There's face. No agenda. There was no agenda whatsoever of any kind. Right. Now let's compare and contrast that with the agenda filled light year. DJ Skins, please give us those box office uh, Box office total, again, This is you might think this is a domestic number. No, this is actually worldwide. Mm-hmm. Lightyear sits at $222 million, 585000 now, now, $200 million, Which is nothing to sneeze that's at. That's nothing I mean, that's to sneeze good. at. But when you think about the fact that Warner Brothers just decided to shelve Batgirl, uh, Excuse me, t- still picking uh, coffee grounds out of my teeth. I think it was expected to do much better than it did. Well, of course it was, because let me tell you, they shelved Warner Brothers uh, uh, Discovery, just decided they were not even going to try to bring Batgirl to market um, because it just wasn't up for a variety of different reasons. And it's become, uh, and the Latina community, Lat- Latinx communities, all angry about it because this is so wrong to, t- you know, to, to not take this movie to market because the actress they hired to play Batgirl is Latin, you know, or, or, or whatever. That's ridiculous. Look, these, these these are corporations that have to make business decisions. And when you're shelving a, a movie that cost you $90 million to make, it's because, first of all, these move, that's how much these movies cost. And you're expecting them to make like a Top Gun made. So for Lightyear to make $200 million, that ain't much because how much did, that, did it cost them to make it? It cost, it cost them $90 million to make Bad Girl. 
So that's so I don't know what it costs them. Maybe you can Google that to see what it cost them to make Lightyear. But two hundred million is a failure. That's a failure. So what do movies do? That what do uh, production houses do at this point if they've got a dog of a movie? Do they do, typically what they do if it doesn't if it doesn't they they either if it goes to the box office and it tanks their backup is streaming or maybe if they if they don't even if it's such so bad that they don't want to try to take it to to a mass you know release because it costs money to take these these movies to release right in theaters to distribute them it's hugely expensive then what they'll do is they'll just put them out to streaming you have those numbers yeah uh it's approximate again this isn't the exact number but it, uh, the production budget uh budget for light year approximately 200 million dollars so they just barely broke they barely even. yeah they barely broke even they barely broke even. That's what we call a hashtag fail, right? If you're a restaurant, you're, you know, with, with those kind of, well, I don't, it's not really a good comparison because most businesses fail the first year, but that, that's a fail. Um, so back to Disney. So, you know, they've, they've got to, so they've got all these woke movies, right? That, that like Lightyear that tanked. So how are they going to make their money back on that? Through streaming, right? Through selling it off to, to a streaming outfit or putting it on their own Disney plus, right? Which was not exactly successful. So you would think that they'd be trying to get this light year out everywhere that they could. But guess where they're not? Guess where they're caving and refusing to, and, and bowing to the regulatory quote or the political pressure, the Muslim world. Let's see, where were they going to push these out? Um, this is according to Breitbart. After picking a political fight with Florida over the state's parental rights and education law and declaring itself an LBGTQ ally to boot, Disney is reportedly censoring gay and transgender content on the version of Disney Plus streaming service that it launched in uh, the Middle East in June. Among the titles that won't stream are the animated movie Lightyear, which features a lesbian kiss, and the Baymax series, which has a transgender man who, menstru- who menstruates. Uh, Disney cited, quote, local regulatory requirements in a statement to Esquire Middle East. Quote, content offerings differ across our many Disney Plus markets based upon a number of factors. Content available should align with local regulatory requirements. Oh, really? How about the fact that you know that in these Muslim countries... Places like Saudi Arabia, they literally, it's literally legal in some of these countries to kill homosexuals. In some of these countries, it's literally the law that homosexuality is punishable by death. There's videos of in Saudi, in coming out of Saudi Arabia and other countries of them literally throwing gay people off of roofs. And not only is Disney not saying anything about it, they're kowtowing, putting their product out there, and picking and choosing and and they're they're not only going to do business there, right? They were actually going to kowtow and comply and cater to their anti-LBGT, not just beliefs, but laws in that country. That's how hypocritical this whole LBGTQ movement is. Most of the people behind it are not even gay. And those that are are like these libs of TikTok people. That are that you can see if you if you watch all these school teachers that are so obviously miserable with themselves that their only their only outlet their only way to try to feel better is try to manipulate little kids to try to join the ranks. Wow, so that's Disney. Um, let me see if there's any more here on this story. 
He said that now the CEO of Disney has gone on to say that he's going to continue, even after all this with the Middle East, he says he's going to continue to fight the Florida's parental rights and education law. Well, well, at the same time that he's kowtowing to the Middle East. You know, these these Democrats, these are the same people that wanted to say that that uh, Donald Trump, when he took office, was xenophobic and Islamophobic because he wanted uh, uh, to halt immigration. He wanted he wanted immigration to be he wanted people coming here from from Islamic countries to be vetted. He wanted he wanted them to try to make a determination. How do you know? And he was called xenophobic. And he was called xenophobic when he wanted to when during covid when he wanted to stop flights coming in from China, right? It's always hypocrisy from the left. Always hypocrisy from the left. And you know what? I love to see him crash and burn. Um, before I finish off of this Hollywood segment, though, getting back to this Batgirl uh, movie that's going away, here's the, here's the thing to the light community. These, you know, the, this this country, this corporation is not pulling a movie and refusing to air it because they suddenly hate the the uh, latin community they they would not have paid that that actress how many millions of dollars they wouldn't have hired her and paid that actress how many millions of dollars to do to do this job if they if they were so anti-latin i mean that doesn't even make sense right she got hired to do the job got paid to do the job she's got it on her resume she got around, you know, so, so, you know, what's the crime here, Latin community, Latinx community? That's Hollywood, by the way. How many people, how many, how many actors have been hired to do jobs and then they ended up on the cutting room floor? What was that movie from the 80s that everybody liked that I thought was so overrated? The Big Chill. Did you know that the dead, the dead character, those feet, that was Kevin Costner. Oh, I didn't know that. That was Kevin Costner. And he was so bummed because it was like that was going to be his big break. And then they cut his face out. I'd be bummed too. That's just Hollywood, baby. That's just Hollywood. Well, he's not totally cut. Leslie Garcia, be glad you got hired to do this movie. It's not your fault that it ended up being a dog because you didn't write the script, right? And you didn't direct it. And it's like catching lightning in a bottle to have the right script, the right director, you know, the right the right cast for the role. You know, I mean, it's it's an incredibly difficult thing to do. And if a project gets scrapped, don't come adding and start start accusing Hollywood, who is the most liberal, far left liberal friend of of every liberal cause out there suddenly you know just it's irrational you want a final piece of good news sure so top gun very successful at the box office 1.3 billion dollars and it only costs 152 million to make (laughs) they're churning the profits that's fun all right so that's good business you know it's not good business what's going on with the biden administration but we're going to have some fun talking about it because Peter Ducey, man, he's just the gift that keeps on giving every day at these press conferences. Bless her heart, Corrine Jean-Pierre, trying to keep up with Peter Ducey. And we hope you keep up with us for the other side because uh, we've got a little break. And then we've got more Andrea K. show coming up on this Friday fun day as we continue, by the way, as we continue to glorify and carry Lake's win out of Arizona. Stay tuned. Andrea K. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. For some reason, we got a Hollywood theme here. Um, a little bit of California news. Um, for years and years and years now, Hollywood hasn't been making any movies here. 
and uh, really hardly any TV movies, TV shows here. In San Diego, we used to have Silk Stockings. We had Veronica Mars. What was a couple of the other TV shows that we did here? Totally forgot about Silk Stockings. Yeah. Yeah, we had. There is a kid show that I used to love watching with my kids. They filmed here, Drake and Josh. Yeah, we had Stu Siegel. Wasn't that his name? I had yes. a big uh, production facility here. Um, Veronica Mars was, who was it? what's the actress? She's now married to Dax Shepard, and she's very successful. Kristen somebody or other, I think her name is. Um, I actually auditioned a couple times for Veronica Mars. One time I went, <laughs> and I'll, I'll share that story on another day. But anyway, um, uh, it was weird because I, I got there. I'll just say this. I show up to, to audition, and every other woman in the room looked almost exactly the same, and I was the odd person out, and I was like, okay, I really should not even Kristen be Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Well, that was that's, you know, show Veronica Mars, which was successful. In fact, they did a reboot of it, I think, or did a movie on Netflix about it because it was actually it was a really good show. She played a little high school detective. And then Stu Siegel um, opened up a diner that's called Studio Diner next to oh, his. Oh, was that his? That was his. That was a great place. It was a great place. Best Monte Cristo in San Diego. They still open. No, it's closed now because, uh, you know, Hollywood stopped producing movies and TV shows in California, right? In fact, we closed up. I think San Diego, um, part of the problem was San Diego closed up, I think, there um, as as part of their, their had like a, um, almost like as part of, not the Chamber of Commerce, but a part of the city, they had a little committee that was to, you know, try to, the, whose job it was to try to bring productions here, right? Because it's revenue for the city that closed up. So Stu Siegel ended up using his facility. He set it up to and make it look like, um, like an, a, a, a town in the Middle East. And that's where military would train. And so for years he kept his stu- his diner open and diners drive in, in dives actually uh, was there and did, did, I think two episodes there. What's his name? Guy Fietti, uh came here for that. So we stopped having any TV productions here. Most most TV shows now are shot in Canada. Most movies have been shot for many years around the world and also in Louisiana. For many years, Louisiana was really the number two place to Hollywood. And I actually had family and, and friends that worked in the movie industry down there. And then it became Georgia. It became Georgia. Um, Walking Dead actually started filming in Georgia and set up a studio there. And then all these other movies started being filmed there, primarily um, the Marvel Comics movies, um, everything from there was Hunger Games, did two of the three movies there. And then all these Captain Infinity War, Captain, I don't know these names of these Marvel. Avengers Infinity War. Okay, thank you. So um, and then Tyler Perry. Uh, started his facility there. And the reason why all these TV shows and movies started going everywhere else in California is because these are all these, all these Hollywood elites are a bunch of hypocrites, right? These are the people that want your business jacked over with taxation and regulation. And then and, and while they're good, but then when it comes time to do their work, their production, they want to take it to red states that have low taxation that are business friendly. In fact, I heard an interview one night, John Favreau, I heard him on talk radio one night complaining about it saying, hey, you know, you Democrats, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're pushing all this taxation, but then you don't want to live under it. Right. Just like, just John like Favreau's a smart man. Yeah. And, and so he was calling upon the Democrats to actually try to provide some business friendly taxation and regulation here in California. And I think that's a good idea, but it should happen across the board for everybody. 
Why just the Hollywood community, right? So these are, Hollywood is so full of hypocrites. Just like um, I was on News Nation earlier today, and they were reporting that Taylor Swift um, was be, is being called out by the worst. She is, of all the lefty hypocrites that push for climate change, She her carbon footprint from her private jet has her, I think, is the worst carbon offender of anybody in Hollywood, right? And isn't that so typical of these hypocrites? I right? saw an environmental specialty license plate today, Andrea, on the road, and I cracked up because it's attached to the biggest SUV, and you could tell it was gas-powered, that could possibly be on the road. Right. And it ta- <laughs> But I care about the environment. Right. Taylor Swift's, when Taylor Swift was called out for it, her spokespeople said, you don't understand. That's not Taylor flying all around. She loans it out to her friends. <laughs> That makes it so much better. Right. Look, Taylor Swift has never been accused of being smart, right? Nor do I know anybody that's ever accused her of actually putting out good music. Quite frankly, I think the worst thing she's spewing out into the into the universe is the alleged music and the alleged vocals, okay, that she's produced. Not a fan of her music, okay? But back to the Hollywood hypocrisy in the movie business. So this has been going on a long time, right? Going on a long time. And full disclosure, y'all know I have family working in Yollywood down in Georgia. Well, uh, Gavin Newsom has come out and said, Hollywood, you need to stop filming in Georgia. He um, did a letter to um, a letter that was published in Variety magazine because, see, they still have backstage and Variety and, you know, they still pretend they, and they still have studios here. So they all have offices here, right? They have casting here. Um, so the, the pre-production stuff happens here. But the expense, when you hear that it costs $200 million to make a movie, most of that that money is involved where they're actually doing the filming. Newsom, I got news for you. Unless you make it a lot more business friendly, they're not coming back. He said that states like Georgia have legislatures waging, quote, a cruel assault on essential rights in contrast to California that he calls a freedom state. Excuse me, during COVID, were we exactly free skins? Uh, no, we were not. But question, yeah. what does that have to do with business? Good point. He, uh, he, I guess he says, um, the whole reason they're not here is because they're not making it financially doable over here in California. Right. Well, as this, as this article, and this is from Yahoo, California, where most creative Hollywood executives still reside, has seen a huge amount of TV and film be- business in the past two decades move everywhere else, courtesy of generous tax credits in Canada that I just mentioned, Georgia. Um, they mentioned New, New Mexico, right? Which is where, <clears throat> yep. which is where Alec Baldwin murdered a woman and still hasn't faced any charges. Uh, that brings me back to Dick Cheney. Um, Dick Cheney, Donald Trump hasn't shot anybody in the face and is still walking around, right? That was negligent homicide, not murder, to correct myself. As well as the UK, I forgot because I have family that's done, done productions in the UK. Um, a recent study by the Los Angeles County Economic Development. Um, Oh, I don't I can't see what they're with this part of the article. They've they've blacked it out, covered it. Um so what Georgia what what this article goes into detail is about the tax credits like that Georgia put in in place in two thousand to incite people to to come there and it worked. Um the article goes on to explain that California has a tax credit lottery system, which is intended to encourage T V series to stay, um, but it hasn't worked. So what what Newsom is trying to do is he's he's actually trying to get some credits going on here. He's trying to get the legislature to come on and trying to do something like Georgia did with with tax credits to try to incentivize uh, the movie industry to come back here. Um, 
Well, I mean, I'll say it. If he makes a good business decision that's good for business, I'm all for it. Well, but here's the problem I have with it. Why Hollywood? We have. Well, I was just going to say he should do that across the board. It should be across the board. And is this not an acknowledgement that lower taxation and lower regulations attracts? It works. It has resulted in four billion dollars of revenue to the state of Georgia. And he wants that revenue back in California. Here's an idea. How about you lower taxes and regulations on every industry? And instead, what you did in 2020 and 2021 is you destroyed small businesses across the entire state. We lost what I think it was 65,000 restaurants in the state of California closed permanently because of what? Regulations. Because you decided, thanks to fraud Fauci, that... People could go to, you could go and sit in French laundry, but nobody could go into a taqueria. Small businesses had to close so that Amazon could thrive and so that they could try to shift the American economy and try to shift the American culture. And, and this admission is coming at the same time, by the way, in which, which uh, Manchin and Kirsten, now Kirsten Cinema has joined with Chucky Schumer to try to jack our already $30 trillion debt by another almost trillion dollars, which, is, which, which they're pretending is going to reduce inflation and that it's not going to co- cost anybody any higher taxes, yet they're going to be spending $80 billion to hire 81,000 additional tax agents that are buying that that who is going to be provided guns and ammunition to go around and conduct currently there's 600,000 audits being conducted they want to be able to conduct over 2 million audits 1.2 million audits they're not that's not going to be uh, audits against the Jeff Bezos of the world you own a small business and you don't align with their viewpoint they're coming for you that's right so according to Gavin Newsom, the only industry that deserves any kind of tax break in tax is the Hollywood industry. But again, remember back in COVID when they shut down restaurants and then they finally decided to open up outdoor restaurants, but then they, then they shut those down. However, the carve out was for Hollywood. Remember the lady who had the Mexican restaurant in LA? She spent $30,000 to outfit her outdoor restaurant so that she could fulfill the requirements so she could keep open and feed people outside. She wasn't allowed to open and literally across the parking lot from her, a production house, a movie set up outdoor dining for people. And of course, this was because they want Hollywood to be doing productions here, right? And there were other places. And at the time, um, and you might be going, well, Andrea, didn't you just say Hollywood movies and TV left and went everywhere? Well, you know, they had to try to do some undercover because around the world and a lot of the places, um, at the same time that they were pushing COVID restrictions, uh, they were trying to get movies and TVs made behind the scenes. In fact, there were some movies that were continuing to be made with people within six feet of each other without wearing masks that were happening underground. And some of it happening here in, in California. You follow? So again... While you couldn't go to Walmart, while you couldn't go to church, and while your kids couldn't go to school, they were still making movies. But Andrea, it's about my health. That's right. All right, we're going to take a break and we come back. Nobody ever called us and told us why that man had to roll the toilet paper in his oven. Can we Google that during the break? I'm going to have to. We have to. If you know, why would somebody have a roll of toilet paper when they're going to bake something inside their oven? Please let us know. 888-344-1170. Counting on you, Troy. AK, dynamite in a dress, 
or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. And I tell you something else. Don't accuse me of making up stuff. I know I saw a video of the guy ma- making the baked hot dog dish. I know that when he put that when he put that hot dog casserole in the oven, there was a roll of toilet paper oh, in I that oven. Oh, I believe you. And now, because it doesn't say on Google, listeners, we implore you, if you know why, if you even do, put toilet paper in the oven. I don't think it's wise, but if you do, why? Yeah, I don't I don't understand what that would be about. So we reached out to our listenership because we know that you guys are brilliant out there. And we actually called it Skins decided I did a to shout call out it. to Troy, the wise seer in our audience, and he delivers. He's called in. Okay. Well, Troy, welcome back to the AK show, oh wise one. Do tell if you have the uh, if you have the knowledge as to why somebody would put a roll of toilet paper in an oven while baking a hot dog casserole. I got nothing. <laughs> I nothing. Now, I will say this. Yes. Maybe, just maybe, they need insurance money, and they're going to blame it on the kid. The kid put it in there, and they burned down the house for insurance money. That's all I got. <laughs> Andrea, that makes more logical out. sense than anything I could think of. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if this guy's a wackadoo and is just trying to keep things. He's keeping things sanitary in the in the kitchen. I have no idea. Now, um, that's as good as anything I can think of. I can't think of anything. Okay. Anyway, on yeah. the whole Carrie Lake situation, yeah, that shows you how corrupt things still are right now. Okay. Because how does she take every district and only win by 2%? Yeah. That's not possible. No, it's not. They've done that up. They're, they're, it's, it's not passing the smell test. Somebody needs to whip, whip out their own. Ro- we need that roll of toilet paper out of that oven because this is not passing the smell test. Um, I think. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, uh, it's not, and I think that there, the 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 forces of the establishment, which includes both parties, are are panicked right now. That after everything that they've done, Troy, almost two years later, everything that they've done with his Jan Six Committee, everything that they've done to try to smear Donald Trump, trying to ban- keep him off Twitter, trying to ban him from social media everywhere. Now Fox won't even have him on. They've completely silenced. Won't nobody will will bring on Dinesh D'Souza to talk about his movie. I mean, everything that they've done, he's like a cockroach and won't die. And neither will the movement of MAGA. And in fact, it's growing. And when they look at that Carrie Lake, who is, by the way, I think probably the one of the most beautiful women that's ever been in politics. I, agree. I mean, good grief. She's so stunningly beautiful, so articulate, stylish, stylish fearless. She is fierce. She is everything that Dick Cheney is pretending that Liz, that his daughter Liz is. And then you add in Tudor Dixon, who's been, I think, is a sleeper candidate. She hasn't gotten a lot of attention because uh, she's more girl next door. Her style is more low key. She's very upper Midwest. I think she's perfect. MAGA, I think they're scared to death of MAGA in general, Troy. Well, there's one thing I got to say about that is it's so scary that we already know how bad the Democrat Party is, but we're also saying the Republican Party is that bad in a lot of areas. That is just 
horrifying. Well, it is because if I don't know if you heard the top of the show, but I mean, we have we have Vice President Dick Cheney from George W. Bush's administration yeah. who served for eight years, uh, son of 41. Dick Cheney has been uh, long before he was vice president. He was secretary of defense in 41. We're talking about the Bush family dynasty. I mean, that was the perfect example of how bad the Republican Party is. We, because that Bush administration goes deep into the core of of our country and our government, and the tentacles are wide and deep. And for him to come out and say that Donald Trump is a greater threat than any other human being in 246 years, which would include Saddam Hussein, which would include Osama bin Laden, it would include Adolf Hitler. That's that is how that tells you everything about the establishment of the Republican Party. Well. We're going to have to have somebody who's in there who, who will fight dirtier than they will, as far as I'm concerned. And I don't think there's anybody who will get that get that, that down in the swamp. Because like you said one time, when you drain the swamp, there's alligators and snakes, and they, and they will bite. That's right. So, And I don't think there's anybody, in the, anybody who will run uh, that's going to be that dirty. I'm not running, so. <laughs> well, Troy, do you think Trump's going to get indicted? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, see, I thought about that. I think it's—I I think it's an outside possibility. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said outside. I don't think he will, but I won't be completely shocked if he does. Well, that's an interesting point. Besides fighting against him. Right. And, you know, at the top of the show, Dick Cheney said in his thing, Liz Cheney will do whatever uh-huh. she. Dick Cheney said in his in his uh, his little speech. That Liz Cheney was going to do everything she, everything within her power to stop Trump from right. getting to the back in the Oval Office, and she will succeed. That could include getting an indictment because you can get a grand jury to indict a ham sandwich, right? So that could include right. him either yeah. being indicted, or it could include the Republican Party, Party partnering with the Democrats to steal another election. So there's multiple that, different that ways. Is, that it is does, so scary, right there. It is. Troy, we uh, um, got to leave it there with you. Thank you for calling Have a good weekend, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Have a good one. All right. um, Update on Alex Jones. Um, He was awarded, uh, the jury awarded uh, the plaintiffs $4 million yesterday. I just heard the update. Compensatory. And now he has been ordered to pay $50 million. The more uh, in terms of punitive damages to punish him, that's what this has all been about. The more I delve into this, and I'm going to do some more research on it, but the more I delve into this case, this was not about the cost of conspiracy. This is about the punishment for political speech. Never was. No. And I placed a, a David J. Harris posted on Instagram the funniest video that I then posted on Facebook. Hat tip to him, and it was it was a funny video showing it looking like Joe Rogan and somebody else is watching an MMA match, and then they then they cut to Alex Jones on the stand, and this this plaintiff's attorney is like, uh, "Did you really question that there's anybody in the U.S. government grooming children? I mean, can you see what this is about now?" See what this is about? This is about political speech. And Alex Jones' response was, oh, you mean like the Clintons and Jeffrey Epstein? 
That's why they're going after him. One of the listeners who emails me every day said that I shouldn't have called him a puke. And you know what? I think you're right. I shouldn't have. I, I don't like his style. And I do think that he did beat up on the families and he carried the the crisis actor thing and, and the Sandy Hook hoax thing too far. And I do think he hurt people. And that's where I was coming from from that. But I agree with you listener that he is he is fearless and when i saw that clip today and when i look at the situation as i talked about last night he has been fearless and courageous and we will all be alex jones he this is a show trial meant to um set not just suppress the rest of us and make us scared for a lot of precedent going on yeah this is about setting the precedent and they literally want to use this as the blueprint that the courts can be used to not to persecute and financially, if not, if they can't get us locked up and criminally like the Jan Six crowd, they want to be able to bankrupt us by by uh, manipulating bankrupt by manipulating defamation laws to, because this is a this is a way for them to get hate speech. They can't get hate speech legislation passed criminalizing words that we use. This is another version of it bankrupting us under the phony guise of defamation. You want to make a living, you need to be, keep your mouth shut. Well, and it's and not and and it's going to start. It's going to start with people in the media, but it can extend to a coworker. Could be anybody. It could be anybody. Just like it started out as Michael Flynn, and I said, "Be careful, this could happen to you." And now it's happening to to uh, you know average Americans around the country. Right? Same play. <clears throat> what the FBI did to Michael Flynn in his office is the same thing they did to Ruffit in uh, Texas uh, through wiring up his kid. Gosh, I it hate to say it, Andrea, but freedom of speech is almost dead here in America. Well, freedom of speech, freedom of speech for words spoken, freedom of speech for political thought, freedom, freedom of thought, freedom, freedom of thought, freedom uh, to rally, to exercise your freedom of speech through word, through spoken word, through written word, through peaceful protest. It's all being denied. That's the greatest threat to America, Dick Cheney. And if we don't get our elections right, which you and I always go back to. That all comes to pass. Right. Christopher Ray admitted that the field agent in Michigan who oversaw the phony Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, which was a, which was supposed to be an election surprise to affect the outcome of the election, that um, special agent in charge of that field office is now the special agent in charge in D.C. overseeing the January 6th committee. And yet no Republican that I'm aware of told him to his face that he was – that he was um, – a criminal. He was a criminal and an enemy of the people of, of America. These these hearings are nothing but the, theatrics to me. That's why, you know, I played a little bit of grass last night. I'm glad we ran out of time and didn't get to play it all. Because you know what? These are This is meaningless. The, oh, I'm not interested in oversight. I'm interested in accountability. I'm not into biting. I'm into barking. I'm not into barking. I'm into biting. I want some biting. I want some accountability. And unless heads start rolling in this FBI and DOJ, you see, because heads didn't roll and nobody was held accountable in the Trump administration, now it's spread. It's spread all throughout the country to American citizens, what the playbook was to the Trump administration, and it's spread throughout our courts. Well, that's also why it's important, Andrea, if we make it to 24, and I say if we make it to 24, what Trump needs to do is he needs to drain the entire swamp, and he needs to go scorched earth. Right. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Let's have a little fun. We're going to play a little clip that we like to call our non-clarity clip of the day. <laughs> You're oh, not- he's done it again. <laughs>
Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. You know what? I love quotes. I think I'm going to start doing a quote of the day. What do y'all think? I love this one. Natural immunity is science, just not the revenue generating kind. But um, tish. All right. Um, here's a quote that's kind of entertaining. Let's play today's uh, daily dose of non clarity. Oh, I forgot we were even doing that. Here we go. I'm passing it as soon as possible. You know, I know most families are focused on just putting three meals on the table, taking care of their kids and paying their bills. Helping you do that is my job. That's a president's job as well. (laughs) And if you could see the video, he almost looks just shocked that he's saying this. It's my job. It's the president's job as well. I mean, it, it, wow. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's also really it's scary. It's really scary, man. Can you imagine if Donald Trump was ever that lacking in, in lucidity at the microphone? Wouldn't oh, they would be calling for the 25th daily. Absolutely. All right. Um, hero of the week and stink of the week. Let's talk hero, shall we? Which, who's your hero? That is pretty easy for me because, I mean, this is a hero, not just of the week, but for the last 67 years. It's got to go for me to, to uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster, and he just passed uh, along the other day, Vin Scully. Yeah. Now, why, why is he a hero? Because he transcends baseball. He transcends sports. When you think about broadcasting, uh, people often bring up Vin Scully's name, not just for what he did behind the mic, but off the mic. You always hear he was the nicest sweetest, classiest man that you will ever meet. And I think there's a lack of that in today's society. So uh, my hat's off to his family and for a well-lived life and broadcast career. Mm, Well said. Um, uh, I'm going to give runner-up hero of the week um, to this North County. Um, There's a county in the state of North Carolina that is putting AR-15s in every school for security. I got the Whoever came up with this and decided this, this is Sheriff Buddy Harwood. Uh, he says, we were able to put an AR-15 rifle and safes in all of our schools in the county, Sheriff Buddy Harwood told the Asheville Citizen Times. We also got breaching tools to go into those safes. We've got extra magazines with ammo in those safes. The breaching tools are intended to allow peace, police to break down barricaded doors without having to wait for fire department. This is what you do in the heels of Uvalde. Not go after to take guns away from law of abiding citizens. This is how you protect children. So this man is my runner up here of the week as sheriff. Now, my overall here of the week is Sheriff Bob Songer out of um, the the I can't remember the name of the county. Kitsitik or whatever county up, up in Washington state. He said to the ATF, look, you're doing raids around the country. Not on my watch. Out. You ain't doing that here. You come to what you and he gave instructions to homeowners. He said, if they come to your door, if you want to let them in, fine. Otherwise, here's what you need to do. You need to demand that they show you the warrant. The warrant needs to be signed with an actual signature, not any kind of copy of any crap. Right. He says that they don't have that. He says, you tell them to get off their prop, your property. And if they won't leave, here's my cell phone number. And you call, call me. me, you call me and they're going to be arrested. 
That's what we need to do. And he and he made it very clear that he understood what the purpose of the Second Amendment was, was to protect citizens against an overreaching government. My stink of the week is the evil, demonic Dick Cheney who dares to say that Donald That's J. Right. Trump is worse than Hitler and Osama bin Laden. Shame on you, old man. Go away. I hope you turn things around before you meet God on the other side. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.